I gave away your PlayStation and you just be quiet. <laughs> Poor Ian. <laughs> and you just be quiet now. <laughs> Shh. But imagine if he gave away even like a chapstick of mine, I would lose it. <laughs> exactly. Double standards. <laughs> And welcome back to Herspective. I feel like it's, I don't even know what day it is today. Like, I just, I had a weekend. I do, loud and clear. (laughs) And they weren't together. Yeah, they were not together. No, this is the most Mondays, uh, most Monday of all Mondays. Is it for you? Yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, it kind of is for me. But like, yeah, like I had my son's seventh birthday party. um, And that was a whirlwind because it was just like, all weekend, like something was happening, and then yeah, like all day and into the evening. Sunday, we had like his friend's birthday party, and then family came over, and it was just like, what is the day? Like, what time? Where am I? Who am I? That's how I feel right now. Yeah, what's my name again? Yeah. Well, and it's funny because I had the same type of thing, but I had a girls' weekend, so obviously that yeah. is a whirlwind of many other, very different, <laughs> but nonetheless, same result. Yeah, well, no, girls weekends are just like a whole, like, you don't know what time it is ever. You don't know what day it is. You don't like nothing. There is no time. Time does not exist on girls weekends. There's no time, but there's certainly wine. There's certainly crying. There's There's wine time. Naked hot tubs. Yeah, always. Yeah. Oh, there's a standard wine, crying, naked hot tubs. What what else do you need? I mean, (laughs) that's my life. That's me. In a, a little little nutshell really there. Is. So that's partially why I think my brain is still not caught up yet. And then, of course, like Monday morning, just likes to like see you trying to just wake up and do your work. But then it shovels shit right all over you. Well, you are living your true self all weekend. And then, yeah, your brain's like, what happened? We were living our true selves. Now you're trying to be like an actual like employee and shit. Like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's like the meme where it's like before 9 a.m. you're like, Grinding out to your... Whatever. I, I, see, I can't even talk. <laughs> you know, you're, you're like gangster rap and then it's like, good morning, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Richard. Good morning, Richard. <laughs> How was your weekend, Richard? <laughs> yeah, all the bullshit small talk that we have to do. Yeah. No, I know. My you days know. are literally the worst. Like, it's just... And it doesn't... Yeah. And it's so funny to say that, though, because like, if there was no Monday, it would be Tuesday, which would be the Monday. So it's like, you just... There's no... Monday, unfortunately, gets a bad rap when it's yeah. not its fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's not its fault. But still, Let's Monday, you have to take it. normalize giving a shit about Mondays. No, we can't. We simply cannot. You're right. Until they give us a three-day weekend, we cannot go easy on Mondays. I know, but then Sorry, we're going to want a four-day weekend. Like, there's no real solution to this problem. Then it's just like, I just just, I just don't want to work. Like, I would need all weekends. <laughs> That's, That's the reality. Yeah. The truth comes out. seven-day weekend. <laughs> no, but don't you think, okay, I understand where you're going. Yes, the next thing you, you know, we want four days. But the truth of the matter is five and two is not even, not even close. At least three and four are closer <laughs> to being even. Thank you simple math. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on simple math. I can't. I've had two experiences in the last 24 hours where I realized I'm an idiot and I cannot do simple math. And I'm not talking like any algebraic equation. I'm talking about <laughs> addition and subtraction. Anyway, ugh, 
so embarrassing. I can't even tell you guys. It's too embarrassing. But anyways, <laughs> it's Monday. That See, it's all contributing. Well, I mean, I almost peed my pants right before this call, and I don't know why. Like, I mean, normally my brain is like, which is also embarrassing, because I'm like, normally my brain is like, yeah, okay, we have to pee now. So and my I don't body's know. Like, Correct. And then I go to the washroom. I was like, I came upstairs. And I was like, I'm going to pee my pants right now. Like, and I had to like run to the bathroom. I was like, where was the warning sign? Bladder and brain. Are we just not speaking to each other anymore? Like, <laughs> and I, I almost pee my pants and I don't know why. Like, that is a little concerning. <laughs> oh and it's not, God. it's not like a like pelvic floor situation. It was just like the body was just like, yeah, it, we're going to pee now. Okay. Like period. Sometimes like, the brain oh. is like, you know what? We've done enough today. We've, you put me through enough shit today. Like, maybe you pee your pants. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I need knows? a break. <laughs> maybe it was maybe I need your brain's break coffee break. Managing all your bodily functions. <laughs> maybe you Just pee too much. <laughs> throw caution to the wind and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Might shit your pants. Who Sometimes knows? Sometimes our brains betray us. That's what I learned when I was trying to do math. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> It just lets you down. Oh, yeah. so that's where we're anyway. at today, folks. I wonder if it's relatable for yeah, anyone seriously. else. Is anybody else having a crazy ass Monday? I think also, too, like we don't normally record like on a Monday. Like Yeah, the day before our episode comes out. No, we yeah. don't. No, but I am. Not our like, full I'm, episode. No, I'm super excited to have this conversation on this episode. Like I do. I do want to like just get into that because I've been thinking about it so much. And actually, we also like polled our listeners too and see what their opinions are um yeah. so like obviously last week we kind of touched on talking about the show the ultimatum and then like what we thought about that show um so uh spoiler alert the episode is about ultimatums <laughs> today yeah not necessarily just the show but like ultimatums in relationships in life yeah in relationships general. specifically for sure um so i've been thinking about it a lot and like how i actually feel about it because i think i know and then i like flip-flop all the time um but <laughs> i think you know when you're giving the ultimatum it's fine when you're getting an ultimatum it's not fine it is not fine <laughs> <laughs> this is an insane thing to do <laughs> yeah. how dare you i would never <laughs> um but no like i loved our episode last week in our chat hopefully you guys all got a chance to listen if not you still can lucky you um with Adrian Neufeld I mean she's hilarious and just like so just so real and then just all the things that she's posted even recently I'm just like see like you just get her impression yeah (laughs) yes she kills me she killed it she killed it totally and I had to do the real because obviously the remix of the real because we talked about it on the show uh with her that like my husband also felt the need to buy a like arcade size fucking video game and bring it into our it's home. It's just like dramatic. So, like it it's dramatic. funny how they would call women dramatic, but then they go and do something like that. Like what, what would my <laughs> like what would my comparison to that even be? Like what would what would I do that's like equates to bringing a full side arcade game into? Well, I know house? go shopping and bring that size of bags in the house. Then maybe we can talk. I mean, I guess. But I don't know. I just feel like that's like such a random thing. But obviously, that's what like men do things like that. So luckily, (laughs) my ours is in the garage still. Hers is in her, I think, her kitchen, which is like absolutely not. Um, So bless your soul, Adrian, for allowing that. Uh, But yeah, I had to uh, do that remix so everyone 
can know that it's not just her. There's many. I, w- I want to know who else husband bring home full-size arcade games at, as like a permanent fixture in their home. I know. I wonder if we're going to get an influx of people being like, mine, mine, mine. And we're going to be yeah. like, why is everyone on board? How is everyone on board with this? Like, <laughs> I don't even like Ian's computer. His <laughs> computer. I'm like, like that only, takes up too much room. Only I can have a computer, Ian. <laughs> can you please go back to the two. dark ages where there was no computers? His Send PS5. a carrier pigeon if you need to communicate because that computer is very unsightly in our home. It's not. First of all, they're not nice looking. So it does not go with my aesthetic. Secondly, the pl- his PlayStation, I pawned it off with his sister and I was like, honestly, you just don't have to return this. And she's like, you took a man's PlayStation? Yeah, she gave it like, to his sister. You are done with this now. And she had Ian's back at least and was like, well, I think that's Ian's call. Looking at me like I'm a lunatic. And I'm like, no, no, we're good. You have this. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and it's still with her. So, you know, he doesn't miss it. I feel okay? like, was that like an ultimatum? Almost like Ian. <laughs> We love our segues, eh? I'm giving you. It wasn't an ultimatum because or it wasn't like you do this or I do this. It was more along the lines of I gave away your PlayStation and you just be quiet. <laughs> Poor Ian. And you just be quiet now. <laughs> but imagine if he gave away even like a chapstick of mine. I would lose it. <laughs> Double standards. Clearly, next episode is about double standards in relationships. (laughs) Featuring Jessica because she is the poster child of that. I have all the material ready because it is my day-to-day. So we're good. What's mine? What's yours is mine and what's mine is mine. Yeah. That is your slogan in life. And if I don't like what's yours, then it's gone. Yeah. It's nobody's. No, I feel like oh I compromised God. with the computer. So anyways, he, he's not hard done by. You're very gracious. How nice of you. You can, Ian, you can have a computer. You're your, welcome. Your item. Your one, honestly, one item. Like everything. The man has two t-shirts. Like his inventory of stuff is like 10 things. Two yeah. t-shirts, a computer, a bong, a cell phone. He's a simple man. And like, you know what? That's enough, Ian. I don't want him to get out of hand here with all of his items. You have brought enough to the relationship with your 10 items. With your (laughs) t-shirt. Your one single t-shirt. I did have to buy him a few more because it's like a little dramatic. It was dramatic in the other way. Like, you may have some clothes, you know. (laughs) I will allow. Oh, you should see the ratio of opening in closet space and put two additional (laughs) t-shirts. The closet ratio is a little concerning, but what does he need? Like, and most of it's taken up by his winter jacket because I allow him one of those. So (laughs) I think we're good. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, double standards are a thing. True story. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, Jess's relationship is the epitome of it. Um. (laughs) Sounds crazy when you say it out loud, but (laughs) right? But when I'm living it, it seems completely reasonable for me to give away stuff. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I feel like that's also maybe theft. Yeah, it's literally like some sort of 
stealing or I don't know. Ian just comes home and you're just boxing up his stuff with someone (laughs) waiting at the door. Like you sold it on fucking Kijiji. Like, oh yeah, that's just your everything that you I feel like it would be way worse if I sold it. But like I would much rather have the money. So I don't know why it's worse. We're donating this, Ian. (laughs) I think even he would rather the money at least. Like you just get nothing and you don't have it. He's like, my winter coat. I thought I was allowed to have that. You're like, no. We're downsizing. The truth be told, I don't Change like Change of plans. Out. It's not the furthest thing out of reality to get. Maybe that's next. I don't know. We'll see. I'm a purger. I like to get rid of purged items. Yeah, Ian, stuff. Collect, not your stuff. You like to purge other people's things. It's much easier, I will admit. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can purge my stuff too. But yeah, his stuff is way easier. Way easier to get rid of. It holds zero value to you personally. And it, in fact, I it actively is impacting my life negatively. <laughs> so not only is it un like without value, it's also negatively affecting my, <laughs> my God. I hope he listens to this episode. It's just like this is what you think of me. We're, we just got engaged, and you're purging me from your life essentially. Like you're item whittling him down to just being <laughs> a single human with no belongings and barely any clothes. <laughs> He just becomes a fixture. He's just like a decorative item in your home. Just it eat. might be better because I don't even like for him to talk back either. So, you know, we're on the way. Oh my God. <laughs> you are a How fixture. How dare you speak back? <laughs> I don't like sass and I don't like your stuff. So <laughs> that leaves little room for you to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> if you could just stop being a person, that'd be good. Yeah, honestly, there is a lot wrong with this conversation. Um, I And just to preface, like, I'm mostly joking, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to lie and say this is all 100% a joke, but <laughs> there's some element of joke in here. <laughs> I mean, I think the first step is that you recognize you have a problem. So I good. see clearly the double standard. Okay. I think that's important. I think Ian. Do I care is the next question, but we're not even going there right now. Yeah, well, this so is we're not good. the episode about double standards. This is the episode about ultimatums. And as I'm like yeah. talking to you, I'm looking in the mirror and all I can see is my giant sunglass tan line because we had one <laughs> single sunny day of the year and I was yeah. outside for all of it and I have, I got burned. So yeah, I, mean, I got burned too, It, but I also I, was wearing you know, 50 SPF. So I was wearing zero SPF. Which makes um, me sick. I don't know how you do this. Well, I'm not like fair like you. I and no, I had I had some SPF on my face, which clearly did nothing. It's but... like the one part you're burnt. Yes, and my chest. So... You can't see that right now. I'll show you later. But yeah, I have some heavy duty like tan lines on my chest. Um, but honestly, it's worth it to me because like I just needed that dose of vitamin D yeah. like so bad because I needed it. That's, that's yeah. It. The truth of the matter is I take vitamin D every day. It is still no replacement for the sun. I feel like that's all bullshit. I don't know. What is that? Like, you're just pissing that out. I don't know. I need someone to tell me whether that's, like, a good thing or not. Like, is it? It is. Everyone says to take at least vitamin D. Doctors. Okay. Well, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) The truth is, in uh, my doctor told me that everyone in Canada, especially Toronto, is vitamin D deficient because we do not get enough sun up here. I, I mean, I can agree, but I just, yeah. I don't know. I can bear, you know what? 
I'm I've been able to remember to take my rise capsule every three Same. days. Yeah. And that is I feel like that's the only like supplement I need in my life right now. Oh and no. You don't take just, vitamin C either? No, I don't take anything. But I honestly mm. like okay, so just to give a quick update on our um as we've been calling it our shrooms journey, um or microdosing <laughs> journey. I have noticed benefits. Like I I definitely feel much more focused. Um I have felt like I've been more creative. I don't know how to explain it other than it's just like kind of like opening I don't know, like kind of gateway, like it's just like allowing me to actually like think about what I want to create in certain ways like with my job, um with the podcast, social media, just like in all aspects of my life, I'm just feeling like I'm able to be clearer on what like I want to do from a creative standpoint. So I'm loving it so far. Um, That's really amazing. excited to say that we are going to give you some more information in the coming weeks on microdosing with psilocybin. Um, that's all I'll say for now, but uh, like Ooh. we do have a coupon code for anybody that is interested in trying it out, whether you want to start with Rise or like go all the way up to um, Shine, the psychedelic uh, one that has psychedelic effects. So our coupon code is HER20, gets you 20% off your first order. So I definitely recommend it because like we've said, there is no psychedelic effects whatsoever. You do not get a body whatsoever. buzz. We've been getting so many like inquiries since we talked about it and put yeah. it on, on social. And I was a little hesitant for some reason. <laughs> like yeah, I was scared. You really were. Took yeah. me like days of Lauren to be like, oh my God, you're an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, Lauren, are you high yet? Are you high yet? Are you high? <laughs> I started a day after Lauren because I needed her to be the guinea pig. So I can tell you if you're hesitant, you need not... <laughs> You need not to be. You need not. (laughs) Which is kind of like so funny because I'm usually the one that's like, no, like I don't like anything that would possibly alter me. Like I have, I'm less of that. I'm less apt to experiment. Um, We've talked about like your. Yeah, you you like drugs. Well, you did. I mean, so I just think it's funny because I've always been so anti. And this, I was just yeah. like, yeah, let's do it. Popped it. Like, She's no problem. like, doesn't even think twice about it. I'm like, but Lauren, I have to talk to my boss today. But Lauren, I, I think I have to drive today. But Lauren, <laughs> I wanted to have a coffee today. She's like, stop. I'm like, where did you even get this information? I'm like, well, I've already done it. So, and I'm and doing I'm not all high. of those things. I have driven, spoken to my boss and had coffee. So <laughs> we're good here. Big shocker. We're good. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I, I do confirm what you're saying. You're, you do not get high at all. Even one day, I forgot. So what I've been doing is not having a coffee on those days because I'm still a little paranoid. I know, I'm ridiculous. But then one day, I forgot and had a coffee, and even then, I was still fine. So, like, Well, is I, that is one thing that I'm not sure. Like, I feel like I've noticed some, like, enhancement because I took uh, mine today, and I had a coffee, and I – let me tell you, I feel alert AF right now. Like, I – yeah, like I'm on one. So it's good, like in a good way. Like I'm not like, oh, I hate this. Like I feel weird. I don't know if it's just the coffee, like because I like the caffeine, like the coffee I drink is like strong enough. So it's it, I do feel that a bit of that like body buzz that. too with it. Um, but it could also be the combination because I do feel like the last time I took my dose and I had a coffee, I felt like this too. So I don't know, which we'll have to get answers to that because 
That's yeah, a, let's like, check I kinda, that out. I want to know if that is a, a thing. But it's not yeah. like a bad thing. Like I don't feel like anxious. I don't feel any negative feelings with it. I just feel very like ready to go. Like Good. we're in and ready and to go. And that's the point. I think that's what we're kind of looking for. I will say, so I think I'm having a smidgen of a different experience because I'm not really feeling that necessarily yet. But what I am feeling, and this is really riding off the coattails of Dr. Abby's chat with us, because I think about that call all the time. I think about that conversation all the time. I still have my alarms going. So what I feel, and maybe this is the contribution of the psilocybin, but I am like practicing and feeling so mindful throughout the day. And I'm not sure if I'm having the ability to do that, A, with putting the focus to it because of Dr. Abby, but also because I like that's what the shrooms are supposed to help with as well. The focus and the, you know, motivation and the ability to do those things. So maybe it's a combo effect. I'm not sure yet. Like uh, I want to keep going and kind of see where we go from there and with it and and, you know, report back but uh, guys I'm just so obsessed with that call with Dr. Abby so uh, like if you haven't heard it you need to go back and listen to it it really is it's really changed my life like not to sound (laughs) hokey but that's the truth (laughs) no I mean and honestly that's amazing like I'm so glad that we did have that chat with her and it, it for sure I agree like it opened up a lot of like things that I knew but it put it into a perspective that I could like manage like I could take these steps and we've had such amazing calls with so many others like psychologists and mindfulness coaches life coaches and they all bring something special and new to the table but this one definitely resonated with us specifically because I think it just like it it was like perfect for our life and our lifestyle and the kind of things that we in particular struggle with so she was able to kind of like give us the tips for our particular situations and how we need to deal it could have just been the timing too like maybe when we talked to other those other people uh the timing wasn't necessarily you know maybe right for us at that moment to like hear that information for sure but also she did you know really give it to us in a in a way that's really manageable to absorb so yeah 10 out of 10 go back and listen to that can't recommend that episode enough yeah i mean we can't recommend (laughs) any of our episodes enough but like that one (laughs) yeah is recent if you don't want to scroll all the way back through all of our like um episodes where we talk about mindfulness and things like that I mean you should because we've taken so much (laughs) I was talking about that the other day I was like I was actually talking to my dad about it and I'm like dad like the podcast is therapy for me like it's actually been so amazing that we've done this and like have been able to do it for the last couple years because like I've taken I've gotten so much out of it I know we've said that a million times but like it really has like it really is therapy um and hopefully you guys get some of that too like I mean we get dms and messages and stuff from our listeners that like tell us like when something's really resonated with them and we love that and we want that to keep coming more and more um so maybe this episode too could like help you I don't know if you are in a situation where you've been given an ultimatum or have given an ultimatum but that's what we want to like talk about on the show today because yeah it's like first of all I think like so we'll get into it the fact that this is a show that it even exists <laughs> that was a good segue. still is wild to me. <laughs> yeah, what? We're, we're just going to get into it now. <laughs> the segue is we're starting now. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> well, that was creative. Real smooth. Um, <laughs> but you're right. It, it The fact that it's a show is crazy to me. Um, and, and kind of, I guess I get picking up where we left off from our last week's conversation about it. Yeah. It is... 
I don't, I'm still not sure, like, where reality is and where entertainment is in this show specifically. Um, But I think we can all agree that we, you know, have given ultimatums, have gotten ultimatums in in certain things. And I guess like today we're discussing how that like makes us feel. Does it work? Is it a good idea? Is it is it like a form of oppression in a relationship, too? Because and I've had ultimatums given from friends, um, not a romantic partner. And when I got that, that ultimatum um, one time in particular, uh, I told my friend to kind of go fuck herself because who, do not give me an ultimatum. I think it's like, um, I guess the thought of being told, like, I don't know, there's like a combination of like going against it just because it's there. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I and I was going to ask you that. Like, do you think it's because it's a friend of yours that you probably really cared about, loved, and they give you like, I don't know what the ultimatum was, uh, but it was over a guy. Of, yeah, see, that's a tough one. Like, and, and again, if we want to go down that hole, like, there's so many things to unpack there of, like, how, in what way. Like, she I don't didn't know. Want I think... date, she didn't want me to date him because she liked him. And, okay, but it was so already, then, like, yeah, too like, far I gone. Yeah, I feel and... like that's, that's ridiculous because, and again, there are so many elements to this, but, like, are you, does she not want you to date him because she liked him? And she felt that he should like her and date her. But yeah, like, but he was not going you can't, to. Yeah, and there, <laughs> there's that. So, like, you can't control that other person in that, like, that circle, like, that triangle, right? Like, that's fine that she would feel slighted by you. But to give you an ultimatum means that you it's have somehow the control of like that other person's feelings. Like, yeah, to you make can him choose date to her? not. Yeah, you can choose to not date him, whether it's an ultimatum or not, or like just like, okay, I get how you feel. You're my friend. I care. I don't want to upset you. Um, especially if you didn't give a shit and like if you didn't have feelings for him, then fine. Who cares? But the fact that, yeah, maybe you say, fine, I won't date him. But that doesn't mean he's going to date you, like the, the yeah. your friend, right? Yeah. So it's sort of like and a silly thing to give a, an ultimatum like that because yeah. that's something that, that's still out of the control. The ultimatum is not going to ensure the results. that that – Yeah, exactly. It's not going to ensure that he's going to all of a sudden be like, oh, okay, I want you now. Like it doesn't work like that. No, and then if that were the case, then first of all – I wouldn't push so hard for something that wouldn't matter. Second of all, um, I think everyone who knows me knows I'm very girl code. So it wasn't a situation of me like stealing someone's boyfriend or anything like that. Her her ultimatum was uh, like ridiculous. Like um, when you meet someone, if, if we both meet someone and we both like him and then it, it wasn't like a, even a competition thing, like I'm going for him back. It was, it was just very strange, like. You know, but so wait, wait, did she mean like any guy in general? Like, or no, was it was there that specific, specific guy. It was oh, that okay. specific guy that she liked, but it was like she liked him, but I had a relationship with him. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, you know, we both met him at the same time. We both were actively pursuing him. He was actively pursuing both of us. It wasn't like that at all. It was like we, him and I were friends. We were seeing where it was going, but she then had a crush on him. And it was just not appropriate because what we already had was, like, already built up bigger. So she was than... basically telling you, like, stop having feelings for this person because yeah. I do now. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. I don't know if that's classified as an ultimatum or just sort of, like... Well, then she, no, she said choose. And I was like, that's easy because oh, you're Oh, so a choose psycho. him or our friendship. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I and I was like, honestly, the fact that you would say that to me uh, is you choosing, in my opinion. Yeah. Because, you know, and like I said, it certainly wasn't a situation where she had already had a, a relationship prior with that guy and it was me interfering in that. It wasn't like that at all. Or else I would never go for someone's boyfriend or something that was already formulating if they had already had something. No, I would never step in in that type of situation. So it was not like that. Uh, but also, just so you know, uh, that girl is crazy and we're definitely not friends anyway. So it wasn't a huge loss. But that opened my eyes to part of her her really selfish um, personality, I guess you can say. Yeah. And so that was one of the things I was thinking about when I said, like, I was, I've been thinking, do I believe in ultimatums or not? I feel like when somebody gives somebody an ultimatum, you are actually, it sounds like you have a choice, right? Technically, yes, you have this or this. You have two choices, one of two you can make. But really, you're taking away choice, like you said. Like, you you don't really end up having a choice because you're making it so black and white. Like, do this or this is going to happen. Or don't do this or this is going to happen. Whatever. There's And if you think about your choices, decisions in life, whether it's romantic or friendships or whatever there's it's not usually so black and white like black and white to me is kill somebody or don't kill somebody like you just the right and wrong right like I know that I will never kill somebody because that is wrong like that yeah that's black and white um but like anything that has to do with a relationship there can't really, in my opinion, and this is, I guess, where I landed, I don't believe in ultimatums. I don't think they work. I know I said that I gave my husband one on the show last week, but, like, as we kind of touched on, it it was more about, like, a discussion and a, a compromise and, like, something that needed to happen for the betterment of our future and our family. Um, so I didn't really give that, but when we talk about the ultimatum of the show, the ultimatum, they are saying, marry me or it's over. Or it's done, yeah. Yeah. And we already talked about like their ages, which I think that plays a huge factor a in it. A thousand percent. Like if this show was filmed and all of these people were 10 years older, uh, then it would make a lot more sense, I think. That's why I think that show specifically is entertainment. But I've had friends who are in positions that are 38 years old. 36 years old and their partner is not marrying them and their partner and and we have a clock we have a fucking clock and I, I hate it but we do um so that's where i think an ultimatum makes sense but in that case even still i don't think that my 38 year old friend should go to someone and be like you marry me now or we're done because i only have two years left before i can have kids or whatever i think we still as like mature mindful adults have to make the decision like you're not marrying me I have to go type thing yeah and I think that's a big part of ultimatum I think that's a word that can be kind of used loosely because when you were talking about true ultimatum it is one or the other like I said yeah. so if you are saying oh I'm giving this person an ultimatum you better carry through because then yeah, if you totally. especially in a relationship a romantic relationship if you're giving your partner an ultimatum and you're forcing them essentially to make one or one or another choice and if they don't like if your ultimatum like on the show is marry me or I'm leaving you so if they say well I'm not marrying you right now and then you don't leave 
you're also setting yourself up to that's basically an empty threat right like yeah you're very you're now telling your partner that like i'm gonna say these things to you and put these like ultimatums in air quotes on you but i'm not gonna follow through so your partner's never gonna take you seriously they're never gonna like think that you can actually stand your ground on anything so you become kind of a pushover so i think ultimatums like that can also backfire so unless you know that you're going to end a relationship, whether it's like two years, one year, 10 years, however long, over whether it's wanting to be married, have children, um, then you better be ready to walk out that door. And I don't think a lot of people are actually no. really ready. Because it, it's okay. a scare tactic. And that's why then that scare tactic turns into an empty threat when you don't get the response that you wanted to get. Well, there's two things there. One, if you want to marry this person so bad, you're willing to threaten them essentially with your your exit, then you don't want to marry them because you're willing to leave. So two, like, you know what I mean? Isn't the relationship what's the important thing, aka being together, so not leaving? And then two, if you give this person an ultimatum, a, a threat, you're threatening them, essentially. Yeah. How With do you think action, yeah. people re- res- respond to being threatened? Threat. <laughs> There's going to be resentment. So, like, why would you want that? If you're forcing someone who's not ready to be with you, to be with you permanently, then do you not see that there is very big possibility for backlash and resentment and then other issues to come into that? Like, it doesn't seem like anything good can come from, and and we're speaking specifically about marriage ultimatums, anything good can come from those things. In other cases, like your personal case, for example, that is... I think we can loosely say ultimatum for something like that because it's more along the lines of uh, I've done certain things for the family. You know, you have to do certain things for the family and it is what it is. That's not like an ultimatum like... That's compromise, right? It is a compromise entirely. I do not see that as like an ultimatum like, oh, you better marry me now or I'm leaving. And then like, that's fucking crazy. That's a crazy thing to do. Well, I guess though, you better marry me now or I'm leaving is because I want to be married like now and if you're not going to do it, then I'm leaving you to go find someone that will. But then it's like now you're now you've left a relationship that you've invested time in that maybe would have eventually led to marriage if you approached it in like a more <laughs> realistic way or but, reasonable way. Yeah, but it's it's hard not to play the devil's advocate too. And and again, this is separate from the show in the sense that do I think it's somewhat reasonable for one like a partner if they've been with someone for like a decent amount of time, I personally, my personal opinion is two to two and a half years isn't a decent amount of time to start being like, you better marry 23. me. Well, definitely, at, definitely in like early <laughs> 20s, but maybe even later, I guess it's it's such a hard one because obviously this all comes down to someone's personal choice too. Like this is us just speaking on like our opinions on it. But mm-hmm. I think that, even if I was 30 and I was with someone for two years and then I started being pressured into marrying them, I don't know. Like, I don't, I, I guess it, again, depends. How's the relationship? Are we so like passionately in love? Like, do I really see a future with you? But like, I think it's, even if all those things were there, if all the boxes were being checked and then someone gave me that ultimatum, like you said earlier, all of a sudden you've now like kind of threatened me. You've Such taken away taste. all my other choices. Like, is this a red flag now? Yeah. If someone's giving yeah. ultimatums in a relationship of only a couple of years, but whether for it's the marriage, biggest decision. kids, whatever. <laughs> yeah, for a huge decision. It's supposed to be 
a lifelong decision, yeah. that's all of a sudden a red flag. So, like, now you're showing me a side of you that I probably didn't know you had when we got together. Yeah. So we're skipping along. Everything's hunky-dory and we're all happy. And now you're turning this, like, this page to a new version of yourself of being like, oh, yeah, by the way, like, I'm out if you don't marry me. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, it's so super selfish. It's, it's very like selfish. you're only taking your opinions into consideration. Your, your especially wants when, and needs. Yeah, especially when this is the biggest decision of a person's life. So if they need some more time, if you are in a healthy, respectful relationship, you would accommodate that time. Again, I understand that sometimes people do not make that decision ever. And then it's 10 years and it does seem like a waste of time. But I think it now comes on to you. If that, if that person still does not want to marry you or still is not taking the, the steps to, I don't know, I guess even go further in the relationship. Um, and maybe marriage is like a scary thing for somebody. But if they're not moving in with you or if they're not taking other steps to really build a life with you, then you have to make that decision. If I, I think it's fair to say like, listen, I am leaving because of this. I don't think you should just go some about it. But I think that it's on you to and this is what I think is coming from maturity to be able to say this, because maybe when I was in my early 20s, I wouldn't have thought this. But now I realize I cannot force anybody to do anything. Everyone has to be responsible for their own decisions because I don't want you to. Ian's PlayStation away. You can force that on (laughs) what there's no choice in that matter (laughs) oh don't uh, like use my words against me (laughs) when i'm like speaking some like mature truth (laughs) no but yes you're right in all seriousness like you can't you can't force somebody it's not gonna go well you shouldn't be able to or you and you shouldn't want to force somebody yeah if you're in a forcing situation like It's obviously not natural. And I think as soon as there's feelings of anything that's unnatural or inauthentic in a relationship, you're all that you've now changed paths and are now heading down a path of potential destruction because now that's showing another side of a person, right? And like you're right for sure maturity obviously changes so many things the way the perspectives we have like who the way i thought at 25 was different from the way i thought i was at 30 and sadly i can say different from 35 and in a couple of years i'll be able to say 40 i'm sure which is (laughs) hurts my hurts my brain and my heart but (laughs) at least you look like you're 25 how's that oh Mm. say more (laughs) um but yeah like it's I just, I guess, really, how to kind of prevent getting into situations of needing to give ultimatums is having those conversations up front, like, which is also is challenging, key. right? Because you don't want to get into a relationship with someone kind of at any age and be like, so do you think we're going to get married? Like, how no, but do you... you can... The, the, the conversations at the beginning of dating when you're 30, when you're, you know, older versus when you're 20 are very different. Absolutely. When I was dating... At, I almost said as like an elderly person. <laughs> like, okay, chill, we're not that old. As um, the geriatric. <laughs> during my geriatric dating days. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, but the Let's older, when more, I was. Um, advanced <laughs> dating. Yeah, exactly. 
How about mature? As a mature woman, when I'm dating, you have those conversations off the top. And it's not like, hi, my name is Jess. Uh, Do you want to get married? It's more along (laughs) the lines of, you know, what do you see for yourself? Because this is what I see for myself. And if you don't want that, all good. (laughs) I'm not forcing you in two years to marry me. Tinder, like, profile, like, header. Like, I want to get married. My name is Jess. (laughs) Some people did that. And... I appreciated that. And then some people put looking for fun. And I appreciated that too because sometimes – because you're saying it is. It, it doesn't matter what it is as long as you're being honest about it. And that is great. Yeah. I mean, um, get it out of the way right off the top. Why not? Like, why waste your time trying to dig it out of somebody? that's what it is. It's a waste of time. And then you're just like having almost a conflict because if this – if you know this person wants marriage and you only want fun – and you're still trying to go in there like wh- that will be a very shitty end like or that will not end well for you and you're not going to get what you want out of it. So like why wouldn't you be honest? But anyways, I mean that's yeah, a whole other story. It is it is like a really like tough thing because like obviously people are ready for different things at different life stages and I think that's something to always consider yeah. too is like if and you're sometimes looking for you a relationship. Of course. I mean we always change our minds, but if I guess like say you're 25 and you are looking for a relationship um, and maybe you're in a very secure career and you know that you want marriage and you know that you want kids and you meet somebody who is kind of like more entry level in their career but does want marriage and kids like those are things that you need to have that conversation with because if you're more stable than the other person or vice versa like is it a goal or is it something that you would be working towards together um are you you have to ask yourself these questions are you willing to wait for that person to kind of catch up um are you comfortable being maybe more financially stable and more um established in your career and while the other person isn't and this isn't like man versus woman thing like this is just partner thing right because lots of women are more advanced in their careers and positions than men and vice versa so i think it like it it obviously always comes down to you as an individual. And if you are finding that you're at the point where you're giving a partner a re- an ultimatum because you've decided you want marriage or kids or whatever, like buy a house with me or I'm out. Like it doesn't just have to be marriage and kids. Like any huge yeah. financial commitments should never yeah. be decided on based on an ultimatum either. If any commitment, any either way, like it's like, oh, you better come to see my parents this weekend or we're done. Like any sort of ultimatum is now forcing the person. And this is where, of course, the maturity comes in. This is where the respect comes in. This is where, you know, the willingness to compromise. Maybe that person is not willing to compromise and that's not your person then. Like, these are all things that contribute to, like, the relationship, the the personality of the person. Like, these are all, it shouldn't be, there should be no time where an ultimatum is ever served. I don't think. Yeah, and I mean, if you've been with somebody for 10 years or five years, whatever, like a a lengthier time than one or two years, if you've been in a relationship with somebody and at the five-year mark, you haven't been proposed to or you're not, you haven't moved in together, like whatever uh, the major life stepping stone as society dictates is and you haven't achieved that yet and then the next day you turn around and give an ultimatum like there obviously has to be conversations that yeah how did you get to like how did you get to ultimate yeah exactly how did you get to five years in and if if those conversations never happen and you just woke up one morning and was like i want to get married and you're like i want to get married to your partner or i want to have kids right now like 
that's also you can't be expected to get necessarily the response that you were hoping for back because if this has never been a conversation that you have broached before then yeah that person might be a little caught off guard so moving directly into an ultimatum seems crazy because like going back to the show like i it sounded like they had these conversations in their relationship like one person said i want marriage i want to have i want to start a family soon i want to get married quickly i want to have children after that and i want like our lives to be together forever kind of thing yeah and the other person clearly was saying yeah like maybe one day but right now i'm not ready i think all of them said that that's the craziest part about it is it's not like and i guess that they wouldn't be on the show if one person's like no fuck off i'm not doing that ever with you i guess that relationship would just be subsequently ended that that is but (laughs) that's a different show but that was what i found really weird they all were like okay i'm not ready for this and i don't know if i'm like really caught up on the ages because i'm like duh of course you're not ready for this you're (laughs) fucking young you're a baby Um, so it seems so fucking clear and so but i'm like they all said they would do that and isn't that the promise of every relationship or you break up like if there is no future here why continue I'm talking about, like, a serious relationship, obviously, not flings or whatever. But, like, isn't that the promise of all relationships? Until someone says, no, I do not want that, then you you break up. But if there is that promise, then why force it today and create the issue if you know you're going to have that? I guess I guess I'm thinking mostly of, like, April, for example. She was, like, and Jake never once said that he didn't want those things. He just said, I'm not, I can't right now. We're not ready. I don't have the finances. I don't have the fucking emotional ability i'm 23 or whatever you know so i think that for her she up and pushed that relationship into an ending but i guess it was for the best i i don't know yeah i mean that's that's the sort of like hard thing about it is that i guess if you're if you're able to do an experiment like that because at the end of the day that's really what it was you just allowed your partner to be exposed to potential other people, which we are every single day. You're in a relationship. There's millions of people around you all the time. Are you choosing to explore those people? Hopefully and probably not if you're in a committed relationship. And but healthy like, relationship. <laughs> yeah. But like that option is always available to you. So yeah. when they gave the ultimatum, they just allowed for that option, obviously. But I just, I guess that's a different thing. Like, it wouldn't have been a show if it was just an ultimatum, like, marry me today or I'm out. Like, it was marry me. Goodbye. But I'll let you go explore other people first and so you can decide if you want to marry me. Like, I feel like that's kind of like an, like, that doesn't, I don't know. Again, it's the entertainment. It's the show. They had to, like, have a timeline on it. But how many people like okay so they all hit it off with someone else someone outside of their partner that they came with but like if they kept expanding the circles like you it's just like an endless thing where you could constantly but that's just the real world <laughs> exactly so i feel like the ultimatum kind of thing doesn't also work for that fact because you just you could always be like ready to find someone else you know what i mean like it's just you don't need to be on the show and have a trial marriage to know that maybe april is not the one for you (laughs) like right 
Yeah, and then if you repeated that scenario, so say like, okay, Jake and um, Ray end up together, right? And then they redo that trial scenario and they meet six other individuals like then you may find that you have commonality and interest in that person sexual attraction like all of the things so it's kind of like again that was for entertainment we know this we get it but in the when you apply that to real life you're not also giving hall passes so to speak because that's essentially what that show was so you're you're making it much more like definitive like yeah whatever you're giving the ultimatum on ultimatum on (laughs) not able to say that word now that we've said it 6,000 times. Um, (laughs) You, like, uh, to me, it just goes back to the, like, empty threat thing. Like, if you're truly at the point where you're giving someone an ultimatum and you don't hold strong on what your request is, then you're done forever. Like, you can never kind of put yourself in a position where you're like, well, I need this for that. Because, like, that person, you've now cemented in that person's mind that when you try and like stronghold something and you don't stand strong on it, you never will. That's my opinion on it. If someone gave me an ultimatum and then they didn't like hold on to what they were saying they were going to do, if I didn't make the decision they wanted me to make, I would forever be like, well, you're never serious. You, you'll you never yeah. you went like, back on it follow that through. Yeah. So then it's an empty threat. And then that to me, because of my personality type, I'd be like, well, now I'll walk all over you. Mm-hmm. Because. Yeah, and I and I totally agree with that. And also I think it, you know, on the other side, that's how the person will receive that. But going back to Dr. Abby again, this is a boundary thing. If your boundary says, I need to be married for my own happiness, and I'm verbalizing that to you, and now it is, you know, resulted in some sort of ultimatum being said here, and then I don't follow through, not only do you, you know, t- think that you can walk all over me. You're, I'm not being true to myself in any way. So clearly it didn't need to be an ultimatum because I'm still here. You know, I'm yeah. still staying. So yeah, it, it. I think it just, you know, it diminishes credibility. It's a ridiculously dramatic thing to do and causes a lot of chaos when I think if you're communicating healthily, healthily, is that a word? <laughs> I feel like it's a word. Yes. If you're communicating healthily, um <laughs> Jesus. And throughout your relationship, then you don't need to get to a point where there's an ultimatum. You have these expectations managed from the get-go. Yeah, and I think that's exactly what the problem was in the relationships of the people on the show. Miles away, you can see they do not communicate healthy, healthily. Yeah, but I think they thought they did for the most part. Like I, mean, I do think 20... that April and Jake thought that they had this really great communication, but I think it was more because he was like kind of feeding her what she wanted to hear. And yeah. I, I'm not questioning whether they actually truly loved each other. I, I think they did because, again, when you're with somebody and you are, for the most part, happy or you're in love, whatever, you're you're happy in those moments. But when you bring in a third party or another option, like show the shiny thing in the corner. I was just going to say, something shiny and new is going to catch anyone's attention. Absolutely. and I feel When like they have a hall pass, too. Yeah, I feel like that's human nature. So you've given that person the opportunity to explore. Now, if you had just not done that and you truly were communicating healthily and it probably wasn't a like it was probably like, well, I want to get married and have children like right away. And his response, most of the men, obviously, it was only like the two people that gave the the opposite. The men gave the women the ultimatum. Um, but 
were like, yeah, I'm down for this life with you, just not like right this second. So like I also, that's one thing that I found that they didn't get get into a lot was like, what is this timeline? You're giving them an ultimatum, but like yeah. literally you want to be proposed to today. Or are you saying, I'm giving you six months to make a decision. Like I better have a ring on my finger in six months or we better get pregnant and well, I mean, that's something you can't really plan for, but or we better buy a house. But like a lot of these people didn't even live together yet. So you don't even actually know if you even really truly want to marry that person because you've never even experienced life with them inside under one roof because that, yeah. like if I could say anything, live with somebody before To a trial you... living situation. Yes, Not exactly. a trial marriage. <laughs> Which I mean, fine, call it a trial marriage if you want. Living Being married to someone typically means you're living with them in normal situation (laughs) but like you don't get to know somebody until you live under the same roof and share responsibilities and have financial responsibilities with them like you you just don't know somebody you're on vacation you're in a hotel oh yeah and they were so i mean it, it again we can't really like unpack all of that because it was just like it's a show it's for entertainment and it was like it needed to be done in three months whatever like timeline how many episodes it was um but yeah like I I mean I've been given an ultimatum in a relationship and it what was yours ultimately ended the relationship so he stood by it well no I left you gave oh because you didn't like his ultimatum yeah like yeah I, I just don't believe in that was it because you didn't like the ultimatum or you didn't like get, being given an ultimatum? I think it was, to be honest, I think it was more the idea of being given an ultimatum. And I was like, okay, well, like, this is who you are then. Like, this is what you do. You think that you can, like, kind of pressure me, force me into something, um, control me. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I won't. I won't stand for that. Like, I'm not, like, this, I, that is a window into my future with you then. If you are... You feel comfortable doing that to me. Yeah. When would it stop? How many ultimatums do you plan to give? <laughs> right. And that's the other yeah. side of what I was saying. Yeah. If you give an ultimatum and don't carry through, you're just giving empty threats and that per- the other person knows that you're bullshit. But if you um, like give an ultimatum and your partner accepts, that just gives them a whole other opportunity to constantly control give ultimatums because it works give ultimatums because it works and so you also have to be like read like aware of yourself and like your own self-worth like what you can manage like how you can handle like being kind of given like very specific choices like is that that's someone giving you like basically choosing for you for your life now will the ultimatums get bigger and bigger and bigger over time like because some people may be okay with it, thinking like, oh, whatever. It was just like a small thing. Like, fine. You know, but like, yeah. when does it end? Well, and I just, I still think like, big or small, it's still somebody forcing you to make a decision. And sometimes... That you're not ready for. That you're not ready for. And then, like, on the other hand, though, I think about um, guys being given an ultimatum for their from their girlfriends who are older again going back to this example and i think i guess the ultimatum probably isn't the right word to use because again when the older you are the more mature you typically are so usually it's like i but i think it's fair for them to like you know put an end date or a bottom line to certain things because when it comes to having kids for example we do have a limit 
we have a time limit that we do not put on ourselves. So it's not like I think that women should be giving their husbands ultimatums or their boyfriends ultimatums because we have a time limit. Again, I still think it comes comes back to you every single time. I have to walk out of here because I'm not getting what I need. And I do have a time limit that matters to me. And I can't, unfortunately, do anything about that. So I guess, I don't know. I think about it both. I think it comes down to ultimatums are debunked. (laughs) They are useless and controlling and a weapon, essentially. Is weapon a little dramatic? But I don't know. But um, if you have healthy communication and have your boundaries in place for what you need to make yourself happy, then you do not need an ultimatum and you are confident and able to create the life and the and the situations that you want for yourself. Yeah, exactly. And like I think like on your point of like the ticking biological clock, um, if you are even approaching that time frame in a relationship that, that you've been in for a while and there has been no movement towards like everybody's aware you're aware of your age your partner's aware of your age it's again if you haven't had those conversations then that's already a flaw in the relationship like that should have already been a red flag because if you like you said if you and your heart knows that you want to have children and you're with someone and you've been with them for like a lengthy amount of time and you've decided like I would have children with this person and then you flash forward like three more years. Did you ever have the conversation about wanting children? Did you have yeah. the conversation about getting married? Whatever the major commitments in life that you want from somebody, you would have those like com- those conversations up front. Like that, I mean, that's really all that like kind of needs to be said. I think like an ultimatum, if we're talking about the definition of an ultimatum, it's just the language that's used alone should be something that you need to like consider, right? Like a final proposition, condition, or demand, especially one whose rejection will end negotiations and cause a resort to force or other direct action. Rejection, force, demand, like final, like these are all things that are supposed to have an end. And like I just, no relationship should ever be based around something so like, like finite like that in the sense yeah, life that, isn't like that yeah like th- life is full fluid. of ebbs and flows exactly yeah. and if you are someone who knows that you want children marriage house whatever to travel for the rest of your life and not don't want any of those things ever then those are conversations you have to have in in a relationship up front yeah i feel that, and that's like to be respectful for yourself and them and your partner for sure yeah because you can't just like draw drop a bomb on but that like, does By the happen way, I too want kids what if people change their mind? This is my point. It's not so much that you have to always know what you want and say it from the get-go. I might change my mind tomorrow and be like, actually, I do want a kid. And unfortunately, my time is ticking. And But again, it would not be an ultimatum situation. I'd just be like, I've changed my mind. I'm allowed to do that. This is what I want now. Are you able to give that to me? No? Okay, well, then I have to go. It's not like, you know what I mean? It's still... There's never any room for an ultimatum, no matter what. Well, I mean, I feel like kind of what you said was an ultimatum. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it's then not. I have to go. Yeah, then well, I have to go. But it's not. It's not like you do this or we're done. It's like if I've changed my mind, and if you do not want to be on this journey with me now on what I want, then I'm leaving. I have to go. It's 
And I, I guess there is like a final ending, but like, why is that okay in my head and not the other way around? <laughs> I think because you, I think it's more. I think of a what it comes down to is the control of the other person. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think an ultimatum has a very negative connotation with it, and like I, I think it does personally because of like the the actual definition of it, the words that are used. Um, and yes, of course, everyone can change their minds. But you, as your mind changes, you should be having those conversations. And I think sometimes that's where things people struggle in relationships because they have changed their mind and they don't want to tell their partner because maybe that was something that they thought, like they maybe already agreed on. Yeah, yeah like we don't want to, I don't want kids. And then someone changes their mind and does want kids. And I mean, I think we know of people in our circles that kind of have given ultimatums. Um, I think, like, I I feel like I know of a couple that one person doesn't want children and the other does, but is too afraid to tell their partner. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like a kid's one is always tough anyway. But, yeah, like, I, I'm, I know of couples and have heard of couples that have been in those situations. And it's not so much that they're either giving ultimatums at all. The it's in fact like they're not saying anything so back to your point of being like true to yourself instead of talking about it they're just not and they're just kind of going along so you've kind of given yourself like no choice also because you're like just keeping it in you're afraid of what the other person will think because you've changed your mind and that could be really scary for sure, it could be scary for the other person too because they're like, whoa, 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 I thought we made this agreement. Now you're coming at me with something different. But that's all things that can be talked through and worked through. And maybe you bring in counseling, maybe you bring in therapy. And like, of course, we're human. We have to be able to change our minds. Um, and, but also, and, yeah, maybe ultimately that, that could end a relationship, though. Yeah, and people you have to change know their minds all the time, people cheat. And say, oh, no, I'm leaving you for this person now. People, you know, this happens all the time in relationships, you know, especially as you get older and stuff. Uh, people grow apart. People are no longer attracted to their partner um, or whatever it may be. And so I think, like, I guess, like you said, there may be little ultimatums in everything because it's like, I need this from you or else I'm out. But I think when you say it as black and white is that like you better act on this or I'm gone that seems different than saying you know what I've actually changed my mind I do want to have kids and I have to stay honest to myself uh so if you don't want to do that that is fine like I'm not going to penalize you for that but I need to go and do that yeah like, it is different live a life of regret either right yeah yeah One and it's different or, than like, the selfishness of saying you better fucking do this or I'm leaving versus I have to be true to myself and then leave still like I know it's still resulting in the same thing, but it seems different. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think because when you are giving an ultimatum, like we said before, it sounds more like I only care about my needs and my wants. So if you're not marrying me, that means you're not giving me my, like doing what I want. And that's not okay. Rather than like, what do we want? I want to marry you. Do you want to marry me? Like, is this something we want together? Because I mean, yeah, it kind of has to be if you want, if it's marriage that the ultimatum is for, children, like, those are, like, the two biggest things, obviously, because those are supposed to be lifelong commitments, Um, especially children, you know. And those are hard decisions to make for people. Those are huge, 
huge life altering things. Like if that's what's so crazy. Like, but who do, who has the balls to be like, oh, you better have this baby. <laughs> oh, you better fucking marry me. Like, yeah, like I the the men that gave the ultimatums. I don't know. I guess that to me was more triggering than the women. Um, and I'm not in double standard here. Um, because I feel like often women are the ones like kind of pushing a man into marrying them. Um, but like more for those, yeah, more for those reasons. But like, I feel like, cause the men on this show in particular were, it wasn't so much just like the marrying thing. It was like babies. Like we want, I want you to have my children. And I guess it's a hard one. Because it's like, yeah, but you don't have to have the children. Your body doesn't go through the pregnancy. Your body doesn't go through delivery. Your body doesn't go through all the things. And if you walked away, it's usually very different. Men don't seem to have to have the same in society's standards, the same kind of commitment to a child as women do. Um, Obviously, that's like a very, that's a whole other subject too. Um, But that's my opinion and I just I just feel like it's it's asking more of a woman right like for a man to be like have my babies or I'm leaving you you just like a woman can't really do that you can't you can't do that Uh, you couldn't say ever to a man have my babies or I'm leaving you yes I want you to impregnate me or I'm leaving you but like he could just leave he could impregnate you and leave right like so it's it's yeah like it's a bit like and he leaves without the baby you are now pregnant with a baby and alone potentially yeah. so and it's all that the responsibility a, yeah that's such a different like that's just different like there's just i don't think you could ever you're never on a level playing field in that particular situation so that no. that struck me a little bit that more sucks. like how the fuck dare you um like i know they kind of said oh but like i want to be married to you and have babies but it felt more like have my babies kind of thing and it's tough though because like Men are allowed to want babies too, but the truth of the matter is you can't force her. So you got to find somebody who's on the same page as you. And I think that's what it, you know what, like bottom line, I think that's where it all comes down to managing expectations properly, communicating properly, um, you know, respecting each other's opinions. All, All of that happening in a relationship results in not having an ultimatum, not having to have to have an ultimatum. Or not needing, you know, that forced action, right? So, yeah. you know, bottom line, I think the healthier you are, the more you don't need an ultimatum. <laughs> the more you don't Absolutely. want to give one. Yeah, and if you're finding yourself even approaching the thoughts about like, oh, if he doesn't do this or she doesn't do this or whatever uh, partnership you're in, if you're getting to that point, you need to look within and start asking yourself the question like why am I feeling this way why do I want this why do I feel I need to consider like kind of a threat for for my partner to like appease my wants and needs and that should be the red flag internally to say like am I in the right relationship now um yeah if I and and yeah I do agree with like a timeline if it is about like marriage and children and you want to like for women especially like but again, like you can never come at someone and be like, yeah, this month we're, we're doing all the things. Like, Yeah, because it's... the timeline makes it have the equality in it. Like, I want to be with you and I want to get married, but not yet. And the person who does want to get married says, okay, that's the compromise. That's the respect. That's where it's like, 
And, and then even still, if they do not accommodate that timeline and, and propose or marry you in that timeline, then it's on you to walk away. Not because it's an ultimatum, but because you've set that boundary for yourself. Or reevaluate too, right? Like, because yeah. it's, also, it's yeah. also a lot about trust, right? Like, if I said to a partner, like, I do want to have children. You've said that you also want to have children. So we're continuing with this relationship with the common goal that we want to have children one day. Um I because of our age or whatever our status in life like I think within the next six months I'd like to start trying are you on board with that if they say yes they have now given you a trust right you're trusting that they are going to hold true now this is barring any circumstantial things life happening because that can happen but say you go along and that within those six months and you're following this sort of like plan this mutual agreement mutual want and then the six month mark comes and they've change their mind I don't think that's so much an ultimatum as like right back to what you said now you have to reevaluate like okay I kind of trusted you you've shown me that maybe I can't trust you for Mm -hmm. our future now I look disclaimer of course like I'm not saying people need to like put a timeline on everything and then like break up with their partner obviously (laughs) this is all a personal decision but I just think that those are things to look out for if you have had a healthy normal conversation about life planning and like that person changes it or like keeps changing it now you have to reevaluate because you're not on the same page yeah you're clearly not and where they just where they just kind of pillow talking you because they're content and they don't like i think also people are afraid to lose other people obviously right yeah and people avoid conflict people avoid confrontation it's much easier to just go along and you know but then of course when the action is required you know actions speak louder than words so that's i think something to look for as well and totally we know that (laughs) yeah so i mean i guess this conversation you know we really just wanted to like talk about ultimatums and like you know we worked it out and work (laughs) but did we like I don't know I don't I really I really don't know because I feel like in a sense if you are putting timelines on things that is an ultimatum for yourself I guess that's what my takeaway is you can give yourself an ultimatum you cannot give your (laughs) the other person an ultimatum so like that's the only way to handle ultimatums again my opinion is I give us six months. We've had healthy conversations. I've done all the things that I think I can do. I feel that we're on the same page in this timeline. If we're not moving into this decision that we made six months ago, my ultimatum for myself is do I reevaluate? Am I comfortable with putting another six months on it? Am I totally done here? Do I need to move on with my life? Like it's always going to come back to yourself. So that's a big takeaway is like you can never put what you want on like somebody else like you have to be comfortable like you know making those decisions and I think it's like not as simple as that but I feel like I want to say that (laughs) yeah well (laughs) I think my takeaway from it is okay you put the timeline on it but that's you compromising for that other person so after that time if they cannot compromise back with you uh you know communication there that's, I think, what it needs to happen in all situations. If everyone's, like, vocal on the same page, that's the best you all can do because sometimes people do change their mind and we can't account for that because who knows what will happen? Who knows when that will happen? Who knows if that will happen? So happens, all you can sure. do is just try to be as honest as possible with yourself, with each other, and 
I mean, I think that's the best we can all fucking do. Life is tough. So sometimes give ourselves a break, give each other a break, but also stay true to who you are and what you fucking want. Yeah. I, bottom I line. It. Yeah. <laughs> bottom line. Bottom line. <laughs> if it's not working for you, then yeah, you have to do that like inner look and reevaluation and like have those conversations again. Don't ever just like give like I think that's the problem, right? Like people put the ultimatum on because they just don't want to have the conversation anymore. They just want their needs to be met and like don't argue with me, just do what I say. So if you don't even want to have that conversation again, then I feel like that also is the writing on the wall. So um just know who you are. Like take some time to really know who you are and what you want and the partner that you're with or the relationships that you want to get into do you see any signs that that's not gonna like help you be your true authentic self and help you be or help you help the person you're with be their true authentic self like I think I think really though at like a new relationship the red flags are usually there we just choose to ignore them yeah I think so too and what do you guys think uh I'd love to hear back from you guys you know tell us are we crazy? Yeah, like <laughs> I know this is like such a like when you talk it out, it is a really hard conversation. To, it's like, kind of a cycle out loud because it's yeah, because like, it seems like we're like no ultimatums are bad, but then we talk about it. It seems like we're saying, but you give an ultimatum, like you know what I mean. Yeah. I just think the language and the I guess the intent behind it is what changes, and uh, and I'm curious to see if you guys agree with us. Yeah, I mean, based on the social poll, it was unanimous on a hundred percent no to ultimatums yeah there you go and i and i wonder the ages um you know the demographic of those people because i'm you know i think i think it plays a huge role the older the more mature you are the more you realize how unfair they can really be um yeah yeah and i and again yeah as you mature you're gonna figure yourself out more and more too so Basically, don't be 23 and trying to get married. <laughs> like, for so many fucking reasons. Like, we can't that even may be express. an unpopular opinion for us to say, but no, I'm I'm firm on that one. Don't be trying to get yeah. married in your early 20s or have children. If shit happens, like babies happen, bless, I guess. But <laughs> not one person I know who is in a is dating the person that they were dating when they were 23. Nobody is still dating that person anymore. Nobody I know, at least. So I do it's know, a rarity. I do know one person. So, I mean, that says a ton there. I know one person of our a whole. Out of all the people you know. Our whole And honestly, group. it's very, very strange. It's because uh, it's not really realistic. Yeah. Right, guys? I mean, <laughs> if I, we want to know if you watched the ultimatum, what you thought too. Like I, I totally was rooting for just quick like closeout. I was rooting for Jake and Ray. To be honest, I do think that they were a better fit for each other. I think April is a very controlling person, and I think she was more afraid of just not being with Jake versus wanting to be with Jake. If that makes sense. Honestly, I just quick recap on the on the peeps <laughs> on the show. I just don't think I was rooting for any of them. I thought they were all so ridiculous. Like. I don't. I know it's editing, and I know it's probably geared more for entertainment than like really, really showing how each person was. But none of them seem to be capable of like actual communication. Communication. None of them seem to be capable of like 
wanting to fight or work on their relationship. So it just didn't seem like these people should be together. I think that if I was serious about my partner, I would not be on a show with them trying to see if we're going to be serious. So in my opinion, I wasn't really rooting for anyone. I was taking that show 100% at face value for entertainment. And I am not I'm shocked that people actually stay together, to be honest. That's what I'm more shocked about. Not about who didn't make it. I'm like, how the fuck are you people still together? <laughs> like, Madeline and Colby, what the fuck? That guy is psycho. Yeah, no, and that pregnant. one, I'm still like, how, what, why? Because Maybe they edited it to make him look worse, I hope, because I hope. he seemed crazy. Well, yeah, he seemed very And controlling. she seemed like she hated him. <laughs> Yeah, like the I do think the editing there, like just real quick on that, was a bit like shitty from Netflix. And I, I actually feel like Netflix is starting to like get really bad for all these things. So like Netflix, fix yeah. yourself, fix your damn like face. selling because, sunset. Like, yeah, like I mean, well, I don't watch that show, but like that, Why? even Love Is Blind too. Like Love Is Blind one. Like we've heard from the people on these shows, and like um, Bad Vegan. I mean, she's like. I, I don't think that. she's suing um, Netflix, but she is very outspoken about, like, different types of editing. Like, so yeah. I, I, I worry about that sort of stuff, too, because, like, this is so becoming so popular and people are just, like, eating it up. And you are, like, making people look like they're monsters, like, sociopaths, like, so many things. And, like, as someone that's willing to do these shows, you really want to fucking know for sure that you're willing to get on a Netflix show doing these kind of reality things because... They may ruin you. Well, that's what I think, uh, why I think it's all for entertainment or growing your followers or, you know, getting that fame and notoriety because, yeah, they might ruin you. Yeah, you can't possibly be fighting for your relationship, actually. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? So that's why I truly believe it's simply to get some traction and all publicity is good publicity. So I think that's kind of what it's like. I don't know. Like, I'd have to, like, kind of say the opposite on that. Like, for a lot of them, yeah, they get the brand deals, like Fashion Nova, Shan, whatever. Like, a lot, all the girls that are, like, because, I mean, they're all beautiful, too. Like, no one on that show yeah. is, like, peop- that yeah. what would be considered not societally, by society standards, like, an attractive person. Um, so, like, and I'm talking just, like, from the outside. Like, inside, who knows? whether these people are beautiful or not, but, like, on the outside they were. Um, but I just think, like, I, I consider Jessica from Love is Blind 1. They did her so dirty. Yeah, but she didn't know that. She probably right, thought she was going on I, to get deals. Exactly, but that's what I mean. Like, if anybody is taking these shows seriously or, or like, people are considering, you know, oh, I want to I do that. I want that to be part of my life. Like, this is now something that people will aspire to, right? Because it's... It seems like an easy line to fame or some kind of like, yeah, publicity, right? Following growth. Who knows? Whatever the yeah. the yeah. benefits you see. So I just think, and these people are in their early 20s. So these are all things to also consider. Like, this is not real life. This is not real. If you were someone that got on one of these types of shows, consider the other side of it. The other, like, forget the fame and whatever brand deals, things like that. What is your mental health worth? Because yeah, based on our yeah, conversation totally. with Kelly from Love is Blind 1, like they did Jessica dirty. Fine, she maybe didn't know about it till after. But it fucked with them, a lot of them, bad. 
I don't know yeah. if that's worth it to me. Because, yeah, some of them bounce back. Some of them get, like, great opportunities um, for the future. But do they all? Like, yeah. I don't know. No. No, but I'm interested to hear you guys what you think. Yeah, we want to know. Weigh in, because, like, obviously we talked a lot about this. And I don't know if we <laughs> came to any kind of conclusion except for I think that's yourself, the conclusion. We are talking it through. Yeah, yeah, this is the conclusion. So, obviously, if you're new to the show, follow us at Herspective underscore podcast. Send us DMs. Tell us what you think. And, uh... Yeah, we'll maybe do a bit of like a recap if we get um, some messages uh, next week. We have some like fun announcements coming up too um, on some stuff that we're going to be doing. TBD, guys. Bye.